Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher, the owner of Hawaii Aloha Travel. Thanks very much for checking in with us. Today we're going to tell you about the best beaches on the Big Island. Also going to tell you about my upcoming trip to Mexico and also Florida as we get through this podcast for Friday, November 29th, 2012. This is our 538th podcast. Glad you're here. The podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii, Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. If you're planning a Hawaii vacation, if you're thinking of about coming to Hawaii. If you want to know more information about Hawaii, you stumbled across a good place to get that information. That's all we do here is help folks plan vacations to Hawaii. If you've even booked your vacation already and you need to add stuff to it, we can help you with that. But we hope that you get this before you do that because you know what? We can save you a lot of money. We can save you money on every aspect of your Hawaii vacation, including the rental cars. We got great deals on rental cars. I just booked somebody a rental car for 16 days. It turned out to be only $26 a day. That includes the tax. And we're talking, you know, major rental car companies here. I mean, you can get cheaper cars, these renter X, but they're nightmares. In fact, we did a whole podcast about these crappy cars that people get for $19 a day. It's just definitely not worth it. So get in touch with us, get involved with us. You'll be very happy that you did. We have tons of information on our website, especially our blog. If you haven't seen our blog, please check it out y-aloha.com. Just click at the top. You'll see the blog. We also have a um, an iPhone app. So check out our iPhone app. It's also available on Android. It's called Hawaii Aloha. And it basically has all the content that we create in one place. So you can get it all right there. Lots of stuff there. And also if you're in iTunes and you like our, our podcast on iTunes, which we get a lot of people downloading from iTunes, we do have another show called the 808 Hawaii Travel Show. And that's the best of our, of our videos. So lots of good stuff there. So check it out. And, uh, you know, by all means, get in touch with me. I just love hearing from people. I just got an email from a gentleman who is in in Vancouver. He says, Bruce, I really enjoy your podcast. It's entertaining and especially entertaining. He especially enjoys the honest reviews that we do. Because, you know, sometimes my wife and I, we go and we review the hotels, but we go incognito. We don't say that we're travel agents or, you know, I'm Aloha Bruce or any of that stuff. And we really get the true experience and then report that back to you. Unfortunately, we haven't done that a whole lot this year. We've done it a few times, but we've just been so busy here. We really haven't had done that. And Thanks for reminding me, James, about that because we really need to do more of that. And I love giving my honest opinion. Sometimes it gets me in trouble too, you know, because I I work with these hotels, right? They they depend on me. I depend on them. So if I, I you know if I write a bad review or I do a bad review, I just can't win, no matter how hard I try. But sometimes. You know, I, I just can't help myself. And it has happened several times, especially with the Hilton Hawaiian Village and the Alani. If some of you have seen some of the stuff I've said about those properties, you'll know I really don't care. It's just there's at some point, you know, I have to just say what I think. And and I will. You know, if you call me personally, I'll always tell you my personal opinion. But doing it in public, sometimes i got to be careful, I'm sure. You can understand that being in this business. But uh, yeah, get in touch with me, Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. I'd love to hear you. By the way, James had a question and he wanted to know, and a lot of you are coming here on the holidays. And we're starting to get all of this influx of people either wanting to come over the holidays and just forget it. It's just unless you can, unless you really can mortgage your house or you're really, really rich, uh, forget about coming here over the holidays 
at this point. It's just too prohibitive. prohibitive. But we're getting a lot of uh, last-minute requests like for certain activities because they're starting to sell out, and especially cars. You know, cars get at a premium now because, you know, obviously it's a supply and demand thing. More and more people are going to be here, so harder to get the cars. So if you're going to be here over the holidays and you need a car, I can get them still. At this point, I'm still able to get cars over the holidays. So get a hold of me and also some of these activities. But what he wanted was a recommendation on where to take his family of six people, four adults and two kids for dinner in Waikiki over the Christmas holiday, you know, and especially Christmas. He's actually uh, talking about Christmas night, I guess, that actual day, which sometimes can be hard. Some places are closed. Well, I suggested to him, and he wanted something that's not going to break the wallet, which is also very hard in Waikiki. But I suggested maybe the top of Waikiki. They are open for Christmas. They have some specials there. And it's kind of a cool restaurant. Your kids will love it because it's at the top of this 24-story building. And it's a revolving restaurant, so it goes and moves while you're up there. If you don't want that, you want something more Hawaii. That's more of a traditional American fare, you know, American uh, type food. But if you want something that's more Hawaiian, I would suggest the Side Street Inn, which is just outside of Waikiki in uh, on Kapahulu Avenue. So those are my two suggestions for you, James. Hopefully you'll get to one of those and you'll have a great time and a great Christmas here in Hawaii. Uh, I just want to tell you, next week there won't be a podcast because I am actually going away on vacation. And where does a guy in Hawaii go to when he goes on vacation? Well... I'm going to Mexico, and then I'm going to Florida. (laughs) Mexico, I don't know. I've been to Mexico a few times. I can't say, you know, this is the place that they send travel agents for free trips, you know, because we want a free trip for our sales this year. And so we're headed to Mexico, and that's why I'm going. Uh, This time I am going solo. My wife can't go with me this time, but uh, I'm going to go, try to have a good time if I can. And then I'm off to Florida because that's where I'm from. I'm from Miami, and I've been in Hawaii for 21 years, but I've always loved these tropical environments, obviously. Kind of a strange thing, huh? I lived in Hawaii and Miami and Florida my whole life and then moved to Hawaii. Go figure. So I'll be headed down there for the holidays, and I'm sure a lot of you are also going to be traveling in the next uh, few weeks here as we get into the the real, we're in the holiday season, let's face it. You can tell because nothing gets done, right? Everybody's got an excuse. Let's wait till after the holidays. Let's wait till after the holidays. And a lot of people are waiting after the holidays to book their Hawaii vacations. And I tell you, now's a good time to start thinking about it for next year. You know, think about your April. We're starting to book a lot into April, and Hawaii is hot. And I don't mean that by the weather. I mean it is a hot destination. People are coming here. We've had record years, sell, you know, sold-out situations at the hotels. So please, if you get nothing from this podcast today, it's get to work on planning your Hawaii vacation. And please book with us. We would love to have your business and earn your business. And we really want to do earn your business. I mean, if I can't get you the best price, the best deal, or I can't add something to your trip, then what good is it? So please get in touch with me. People are every day so surprised about how we are actually able to save people money off of those OTAs, the Expedias, the Travelocities of the world, which I hate. (laughs) I hate what they do to people and I hate that people think that they have some magic powers by going there and can get the best deal. We can get the best deals because this is what we're trained to do. And, you know, we've been running this, I've been in this business for 14 years running this company and it's always existed 
uh, when uh, Expedia and Travelocity is there, and we've always been able to beat them. So give us the shot, get, take the challenge, and get in touch with me. I'd love to help you plan your Hawaii vacation. Okay, let's talk about the beaches on the Big Island, because the beaches... You know, sometimes you might hear people talking about the Big Island, or you might be considering the Big Island, and somebody might tell you, oh, there's no good beaches on the Big Island. Well, that's just complete nonsense. There's, you know, 30 to 40 beaches there at least, and all really nice beaches. So I wanted to go through some of our favorite beaches, because I can't go through all of them, so I'm going to give you like my top eight, seven or eight beaches, and I'm also going to put this all on our podcast page. So if you don't if you need to remember some of this stuff, you can just get over to the podcast page, hawaii-aloha.com slash podcast, and you can see all this information there about the beaches on the Big Island. And the beaches there may not be as expansive as they are in other islands. I'll give you that. They're more pocket-style beaches, and the reason for that is because the Big Island is the youngest of all the islands, so they really haven't had the time to develop like some of the other islands are. But a lot of people conjure up images of black, volcanic, rocky coastlines with little or no beaches, but that's just not the case on the Big Island. Uh, We're going to highlight some of those favorite beaches, and the first one is Hapuna Beach, and this is up on the Kohala Coast, and it's on the sort of the northern tip of the island, and it offers these really nice long stretches of beach and sand. I really like it there. Um... You can go beach combing. It's good for swimming, snorkeling, body surfing. You can even do boogie boarding. It's it's just the perfect beach, and that's why I think you know you got the Hapuna Beach Hotel and the uh, the other Prince Hotel. I forget the other one, the Mauna Kea uh, Beach Hotel, which is right there, and it's got soft you know that soft sand, the, the kind of like golden white sand and there's also a lifeguard on duty which is also i think good and it's it's just the perfect family beach because it's really good for kids there's some shady spots there too so uh but actually you know now that i'm thinking about the shady spots are kind of limited there so if you if you want to get a shady spot there you should get there early the next beach i want to mention is it's called the four i call it the four i think everybody calls it the four seasons beach because it's kind of named after the hotel there. But it's got these really cool tide pools there. That's what I love about uh, that place. Because I don't, if you're not familiar with a tide pool, they're kind of like little pools that are embedded within rocks that are on the shores of the beach. And they're very cool. And you can kind of wade in there. You can kind of swim in there and soak in them. And when the waves are mellow, this is just a great soaking and swimming type of beach. And, of course, the Four Seasons Resort is very expensive there, but it is accessible for drinks and lunch, even if you're not staying in there. And it gives this kind of a resort community-esque, if you will, type of feel to it. And just a note of warning on these rockier type of beaches, be very careful of your footing underwater because they have wanas there. Wanas are sea urchins. And they're known to nestle right in the nooks and crannies of the reefs. So be sure to uh, damper your vacation. I mean, you don't want to damper your vacation by stepping in one of these. So be very careful because they will sting. And if it does happen, you want to soak it immediately in vinegar like you got that at the beach. (laughs) But, you know, if there's a lifeguard in there, they'll have it. And it's just, you don't, it's worse than a a jellyfish, really, uh, or a man of war. Because they have these little spikes that get into the skin and they're really painful. So be very careful and 
you know, maybe it's kind of strange, but I've heard people say peeing on it, you know, helps as well, just like it does with man of war or jellyfish stings. Anyway, that's uh, enough said about that as we get gross here. <laughs> but uh, the, you know, the big island is probably uh, most known for its colored variety of beaches. One is Punalua Beach or, or Black Sand Beach, one of my favorite beaches to go to. I always make sure that I go to that because it's just so spectacular to look at. You know, that sand is just like regular sand you'd find on a beach, but it's just completely black. And the black sand was actually created from crushed up lava rocks. And it's likely one of the most renowned beaches in all of Hawaii. It's decent for swimming. It's really good for swimming. But mostly it's pretty much a landmark that people go and check out. And you can just hang out there. And, um, you know, if you plan on spending some time there, they do have like a concession stand there. But I don't recommend that concession stand. Bring stuff with you. Bring food and plenty of water and stuff to drink because they have this little concession stand. And it's such a ripoff, I think. So if you plan on spending some time there, make sure you bring stuff to, to eat and drink. And many people like to take a pinch of the sand home with them in the bottle as a memento. But be careful of that. A lot of Hawaiians believe that taking anything off the island is considered bad luck, especially lava rock. So if you are superstitious at all, don't take the rock back with you because technically that sand is lava rock you know because it's crushed up lava rock so keep that that in mind and you might want to you know not do that if you if you feel that uh, you're going to have a problem with that another uh now I'm not going in any kind of order here there you know I'm just picking the beach my favorite beaches as as you do it um now the other beach that and I know I might be butchering the name because I always have a tough tough time with this name it's Anaehumalo Anaehumalo Bay and that's a great place for families because it's really a protect it's kind of a protected bay area so you're not going to get any kind of problems there with waves because the reef shelters the bay from the waves and it, it's really great for snorkeling and beginning snorkelers so definitely check that um the shoreline is a little bit murky there i noticed the last time it was there so the visibility is a little bit you know, murky. So while you can do great snorkeling, it's a little bit murky, but you can really see some great reefs and some ideal fish there. I've seen beautiful fish there. So don't let that discourage you. You can still see under the water. It's just, you just, you'll notice it's a little bit murky. And a lot of people rent or bring lounge chairs there to this beach. And it's uh, got a lot of place for shade a lot of palm trees line the area. So it's you know it's kind of like a really nice, relaxing beach. So definitely check that out. The other one is the, the Mauna Kea Beach, which is known to be one of the best beaches on the Big Island. It's got a really nice, sandy bottom. So you know it's soft. You don't have a lot of things, you know, creeping up on your feet kind of thing. And it's got this beautiful reef along both sides of the beach, which, again, is great for snorkeling. It's got a really nice backdrop and it's a very tropical you know feel that you get there. You'll see, you know, on a clear day you're going to see beautiful you know the beautiful turquoise water. It's just it's basically a perfect picture perfect beach if you will. Because um there's uh Naupaka which is ground which you can find growing out of the ground. And you can actually find this on a lot of the beaches. Naupaka is kind of our natural protector plant 
it kind of acts as a barrier and it's very you'll see it's very beautiful and you can see it there it's kind of a green waxy plant and it has little white flowers and so i'm going to give you a little tip before you if you're going to do some snorkeling there before you go down there pluck a few of these leaves maybe 3 to 5 leaves from the alpaca vine and coat that inside with your max with your mask and that is a great anti fog thing tip that you can use and just a little tip and that's napako is everywhere in hawaii and you could just use that and you don't have to like spit it in or use that you know soapy stuff which kind of can irritate your eyes and also isn't good for the environment so just a little tip there as i think about some of the stuff uh you can do you know at the beach there especially for the snorkeling okay the other beach and this goes back to the different color beaches a lot of people hear about the green sand beach which another it's another one of the big islands beautiful colorful beaches the green color comes from olivine crystals now these are semi-precious stones that are created from the volcanic eruptions that happened gosh millions of years ago and those stones are crushed to a really fine point and they're actually considered to be gems but it makes this beach very rare this is a very unique rare experience and one of two green sand beaches exist in the world and this is one of them and it's only accessible off-road um, so you're going to need either off-road vehicle or you're going to have to hike to get there. Um, so that's just the only downside of it. But if you can get to that Great Sand Beach, I've seen I, it's the most amazing thing to look at. It's just really worth. The, I say I think it's really worth doing. It's located right on the Big Island's southern tip, just just west of South Point, and. You got to be careful here. This is not the kind of beach you want to play around on. The the, the currents can be very strong here. Um, people still swim there, but just stay close to shore. Is my uh, advice to you? If you you know if you're not a really good swimmer, this is a great place to visit if you really want a nice kind of combination of an adventurous hike and a view of an exclusive beach. Uh, another beach that I want to let you know about is Kua Bay and that's a stunning amazing beach it's got soft white sand insanely clear waters these these, these waters have you ever been if you've ever been to the Caribbean this is what it looks like kind of like the waters you see in the Caribbean so crystal clear uh, swimming and snorkeling are very popular here and it's known to be one of the prettiest beaches on the Big Island. Sun worshippers love this spot. Everybody loves this place. It's really a great, great beach. So, um, if you want to, if you, it's a very sunny type of beach, so it's not, you need to bring an umbrella if you think you're going to get shade. It doesn't have too much shade there. And I always mention that because people ask me about that all the time. You know, because if you're going to spend the day at the beach, which is one of the, it's the freest thing you can do, and it's really the most relaxing thing to do. Check out beaches, obviously, here in, in Hawaii. It's the best thing to do, and it's totally free. Now, the Kona heat and wind shelter from the rocks. That makes this a hot spot. So just make sure you're ready for a good dose of sunshine. You have lots of sunscreen, and it's located just north of Kona and the airport, so it's really easy to get to. Most people, you're either staying in Kona or Waikoloa, so it's really easy to get there. Another beach that I want to mention is Kekaha Kai Beach, and it's made up of two parts, actually. There's the main beach, which has a lot of public facilities, so you've got your parking and showers and you know, running water and all that fun stuff, 
and the other beautiful stretch of sand, which is a five-minute walk north to what they call Main Beach. And what I like about this beach is it's great for swimming, and it's also one of these beaches that has a lot of shade. You know, keep in mind, you might be ambitious thinking, oh, I want to get a lot of sun, you know, I'm going to go out, sun, you know. but then you get there and you wish, oh my God, it's so hot here, where's some shade? So that's why I constantly mention that. It's a quaint beach, it's easily accessible, and it's just barely off the beaten path, making it a great gateway, uh, getaway rather, from a lot of the other crowded beaches. There are um, some sharp slopes at the waterline, so when you go into the water, it drops down quickly, which makes this great for bodyboarding and boogie boarding. So just be really cautious there for big waves, but for the most part, it's a great beach. It's located right along the Kona Coast, and so you'll be able to enjoy the clear waters and the golden sand that makes the Big Island just so, so desirable. Okay, that's my little primer on the best. There's other beaches too. There's tons of beaches. If you need more information on it, give me a call and make the Big Island part of your Hawaii vacation plans. It gets a bad rap and it's a great island, really. It's a a lot to do there and see. And there's usually pretty good prices there. We always get really good prices. So I've run a little bit long here. So this is like an extra long podcast because it'll be gone next week. So I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great beginning to your holiday season and the shopping didn't break your wallet too much. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I want to thank... So that's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling. For all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, we'll say aloha and mahalo.